Hello. Hello. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma. And this is Honey Dewey. Podcast. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to say podcast, but I just like it because it, it rhymes with uh, your name, kind of. Ah, it does. I'm Emma. And You're I'm Cass. And not this is rhymers. Podcast. Which there you I just go. think is fun and it kind of rounds out the tune. Well, if I ever go out on my own, I'm going to call a pod, my podcast podcast. <laughs> podcast. It is my podcast. <laughs> I'm Cass. This is my podcast. <laughs> I took a bold move and not that I ever steer away from talking about the podcast mm-hmm. because it's one of my jobs and right. but I was a little drunk at a happy hour for my nine to five yeah you were and I was like telling them about it because I'd work with them for months and like mm-hmm. it just never came up so I was like oh yeah this is what I do and I was I like fuck <laughs> talk about fucking <laughs> but then I was like I showed them our cover art and I was like, yeah, and my tits are out, so enjoy that. I'm literally like someone that they have to see professionally every day. And that's what I chose to say. I love that you could have just not added that. Like, it didn't add anything to the nope, situation. It, it definitely just took away. Uh-huh. But I love it for It you. like, yep, just took it all right back away. It added discomfort. Yep. <laughs> and I've just ignored the topic since I've seen them. Just like, hmm, pod, pod what? Uh, tits no I don't know I don't know her I also will never be attending a happier thank you bye (laughs) see I figured you would have like gone to our website and then seen our um, suggested episodes of like how to eat ass the right way Mm. that's always what I'm a little like if somebody professionally sees something but then I'm like that's why I'm here because this shouldn't be uncomfortable it should be accepted yeah we all eat ass on the weekends we all eat ass (laughs) Saturday to Sunday we eat ass. Friday night to Monday morning. <laughs> I'm balls deep in an face asshole. Deep. Face nose deep in an asshole. <laughs> Ew. Ew. What did I just see? I saw a meme and it was like, it was like the head of a penis and then like poop. And it was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> So anal is uh, where I'm looking this back. To. But I don't even know why. It was just like one of those dumb swipe through mm-hmm. accounts you can follow. It was like, hi, what are you doing? Just your suggested? It <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> says a lot about you. My uh, popular page was just mm-hmm. full of that. Although it is full of a lot of like beautiful women. And mm-hmm. I'll go on my boyfriend's. And it is also a lot of beautiful women. But he'll like go to mine. And he'll like, so what do you? What do you look at? I'm like, not you. <laughs> not your page. <laughs> not your kind. I'm telling you that much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my husband's like explore page is just dorky things. Yeah. It's like gaming stuff. Yeah. And I was never worried. Nothing my- <laughs> remotely related to a woman or a man or anybody. Or anyone. <laughs> no human or yeah. animal for that matter. <laughs> my ex's was just soccer. And so I was like, I don't have to worry about you. Yeah. You're not fun. You need to follow just anyone. Look at boring shit. I don't even want in. I don't want in. I don't want to tap into this because there's nothing I could like have a fun jealousy mm-hmm. fit about. I know. Sometimes Current. I'll check Jurgen's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, just to see <laughs> if I can be, find This something. should have been our toxic intro. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just to see. Just because I'm like, it'd be so nice to have something to feel angry about. It's like, I'm already angry, <laughs> but I want a channel. I want a um, channel. I want something valid. There is never anything 
to be mad at that man about, yeah. which is, I yes, a blessing. It is also the bare minimum. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. for being honest here, but yeah, there's never. Never shit. I do find stuff out about like family stuff. Um, you go, you <laughs> dig into some other deep hole. Yeah, uh, but nothing, nothing worth getting jealous over. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> I know. Anyway, anyways, I have a, a little segue into this week's topic okay. because I have been dreaming every night. Um, <laughs> wow. About having. Okay, it's a little more extreme than. <laughs> the topic about having sex publicly so every dream Jealous. that I have I am having public sex with my husband uh-huh. but in like very weird ways okay not weird sex ways but like weird situations okay one time it was just on our deck love it Living and it was that. cold uh-huh. and, and it was just like dark nobody was there so it, it was it was just kind of weird but it was fun and I woke up and I'm like that's a great idea. And I was like, that's not a good idea. My porch is like damp yeah. and cold and metal. <laughs> metal. I've done that before. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah. Just once. Just it, once? We hid in the back corner. Current porch? Current porch. Nice. Yeah, just to say that we did it. I love that hid for right you. in the corner. And we're like, okay, now let's go back. Squeeze back. Yeah. I'm assuming roommate wasn't home? Correct. <laughs> no. You're sitting in the living room. She's just looking through the window at like, you. Emma. Stop. <laughs> Turns Please, on the I light. I have company. <laughs> Ass just against the window. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm expressing myself. Am I'm I sorry, interest? you sex-shaming bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving out. I'm done. Take I'm me done. off the lease. What were the other uh, things in the dream? Well, last night I had a dream that I was in a mall with everyone from the debate team that I was on in Ooh, high school, but we were yeesh. all our current age. <laughs> so okay. not ideal. Not ideal. Um and I was in a sports store for the night. I was staying there for <laughs> the night. you usually are at the mall. Um, and there was a couch, and that's where I was sleeping with my husband. Like, he was there, too. I did not go to high school with him. He okay. just got to be there. Uh-huh. Um, and we were like, it's, it'd be a great idea to have sex on the couch right now. But there were, like, two people across the store, one of them being my ex. <laughs> and weird. it was so interesting. And then we had sex, and it was very obvious. And... Then, just um, an dick sporting goods. Then we just <laughs> fell asleep, and uh, next morning I was in the dream, really mm-hmm. stressed about getting all of my makeup off because I didn't take it off. It was a whole thing. It's I'm really like anxious thing. about washing my face tonight. <laughs> that came through. Well, how does that relate to today then? What do you mean? Uh, because we're talking about public displays of affection. Of affection. Da, 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 da. <laughs> we really need to get a, like a siren sound. Why? <laughs> I don't love yours. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Just drop it. Take me off the lease. <laughs> but yes, we are. We are talking about public displays of affection. We're actually talking about power PDA mm-hmm. with Dr. Tara and fuck. Which is just so much more like I thought when we were discussing this, it was going to be the power of PDA, which mm-hmm. it kind of is. But power PDA is such a different display of like owning your sexuality in mm-hmm. public rather than like, I just thought it was making out super hard and that's like power PDA. Exactly. But uh, it kind of is. Kind of is, but just it's it's deeper than that. Exactly. Um, and I don't know, it's so fucking interesting. It's so good. We got uh, political. We sure did. <laughs> we got very, this did not go the way we thought it would. And I'm so glad that it didn't mm-hmm. because we just talked about how important PDA is. Right. And on that note, we do talk a little bit about this in the episode, but I also want to mention we definitely realize that PDA is not safe for a lot of people, mm-hmm. particularly queer people. Um, 
And so we are not advocating that you do something that would put you in the way of danger. Um, yeah, and that sucks. You should be able to show your love everywhere and anywhere. You should be able to fuck anywhere. <laughs> Amen to that. Um, <laughs> but that part's legal, unfortunately. Yeah, and so we can't. So we'll we also work on that. Talk about things that are illegal and where the boundaries are mm-hmm. with BDA. And there's but, options for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't or aren't comfortable displaying affection in public, you can do it like around people that you love and are comfortable mm-hmm. with and are safe with. So, yeah. I just want to let Dr. Tara take the rest away because yeah. this gets so fun. You guys are going to have a great time. Oh, you're going to love her. So, we'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. bye. Hi, I'm Dr. Tara. I am a tenured professor of sexual communication at Cal State University Fullerton, a relationship coach here in Los Angeles, and I have a bustling TikTok, uh, sex education TikTok with 1.4 million followers. I'm excited to be on Honey Do Me today. We're so excited to have you. So thank you so much. Um, What led to like your taking off like what really grabbed people on tiktok like the information that you're sharing i think i'm saying things very unapologetically and uh, you know just i talk the way i talk in real life i don't you know dilute it down because it's educational because in my mind being outrageous and being educational can live in the same realm Mm -hmm. i mean as it should because that's how we connect with people. It's how we connect with our listeners. It's about mm-hmm. let's being authentic, especially in like the sexuality realm is how people feel connected to their community. I feel like. Right. I completely agree. And uh, every time I talk to my students in like a lecture voice, I feel like I'm losing their attention. But when I go like, Hey, have you seen this? Is this vulva or vagina? <laughs> then they like perk up and they go, well, is it, is it, uh, is it vagina? Well, it also <laughs> makes it easier wrong. to feel like you can be wrong too. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to mm-hmm. be chastised in front of your peers, peers and be made mm-hmm. to feel embarrassed for learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Class has been really fun. Good. Well, today yeah. we would like to get a class in session for PDA and oh, how wow. to do it, where to do it and what it is. So could you first begin with what is the power of PDA or power PDA? Well, power PDA is a new term actually coined by Bumble um, for the unapologetic, somewhat, uh, depending on people's taste, slightly excessive uh, (laughs) public display of affection where the couple kind of just no longer gives a fuck about societal standards and norms and just go for it when they're in the mood. Um, There's definitely critiques from different sides and we can definitely talk about that today. There's also a lot of support for it. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about just unapologetically just, you know, tongue down each other's throat when you feel like it even though you're like at dinner well the first thing that pops into my head is Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker because I feel like that is an example of power PDA that I hear people talking about a lot Mm -hmm. right now and for me it may like seeing them doesn't make me uncomfortable because I think I expect them to be like kind of out there regardless Mm -hmm. when I think of me doing that it makes me like red and nervous and sweaty. <laughs> See, I love it. I love like 
making out or being affection, like super affectionate in public. And yeah, I think that's, I mean, I guess I've seen people where I'm like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) that is what we would say is power PDA. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like, I like PDA. Mm -hmm. I've been with a lot of people and I'm currently with people who like don't. But mm. yeah, it's tough when there's discrepancy between like how much you like public display of affection um, and how much you don't, because I think for some people, it's like, this is me showing my love regardless of where I am. Mm-hmm. And if, if I'm feeling it, I'm in the mood, I'm in the zone, I'm going to show you my affection mm-hmm. uh, versus for some people, it's like sex, love and relationship is private. Like, you know, it, it's the, it's almost like it's called relationship orientation. How do you view um, behaviors in a relationship? For some people talking about sex, the way I talk about sex is, is way too much, right? It's way outrageous. Sex is private. It's just between me and my partner. I'm like, hey, I respect that. Private is cool too, as long as you guys talk. Because mm-hmm. the issue is when you don't. Um but yeah, I think it's just a different relationship orientation. Uh, you know, the interesting thing is, though, there isn't, because it's a new thing, there isn't really any empirical study uh, about people's true perception of it. So we only hear social commentaries. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading them up quite a lot because I was writing an article about it. So from what I've learned is there is more support from Gen Z and then less support from millennials and older. Okay. That makes sense in my head in terms of like comfortability with your body, with sex in general. Mm -hmm. I feel like that shifts over those generations as well and aligns Mm -hmm. with those beliefs. I mean, I feel like I've only ever seen my parents like hold hands in public and beyond that. I mean, I feel like that's also – this could go down a rabbit hole of how I interpret like how you should publicly, (laughs) you know, treat your partner, but whatever. But, yes, it feels like with older generations you're like – this is nice. <laughs> this is intimate. It's, it's just nice. a little finger on the shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So is that where you're seeing, because you said in the beginning, there's like critique and support. So is the critique coming from different generations and the support from like today's teens and young adults? Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing critiques from um, older people, but also conservative Gen Z's. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big group of conservative Gen Z's where uh, being uh, proper and following kind of old school traditional decorum is something that they like strive for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, it's a different orientation. In my book, there's no right or wrong. Right. It's whatever you feel happy and comfortable with. Now, do I love power PDA? Hell yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Yeah, I give no fucks. I'm like, if I'm making out with my partner and I'm super into him, I'm going to be making out with my partner. I give no fucks. However, my partner, like you said, like, I mean, you know, it depends on your partner too, right? Mm -hmm. It takes two or more to tango. Um, I just want to also be respectful of their boundaries Mm -hmm. because you don't know your your partner or partner's boundaries, right? Uh, But one of the critiques is that uh, they think it's improper or, you know, uh, sex or, you know, public display, display of affection. That's a private thing where you do in private um, part of your life. Now, who decides what's private and what's not? Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Like, let me ask you this. Let's break it down to the very bottom of it to like, why are we uncomfortable with PDA and who decided long time ago what was okay and what was not okay? And why is it that now we follow these traditional norms and anything else that deviate from those norms become unacceptable too much. Um, oh, I don't like these people, right? Becomes a judgment term. So yeah, let's get to it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when we're, when you asked in the beginning, like, how do you guys feel about PDA? And I was like, yeah, but except for this area. And it's like, now that you're making me think about why I would say that and what it even makes me feel I guess I don't even know. Like, I just feel like I'm intruding on someone's personal time mm. <laughs> if I'm watching. <laughs> and it feels like either they want me to watch, which more power to you, or <laughs> I shouldn't be looking. But like, then why? If they're doing it out in public, mm -hmm. that means I don't give a fuck if I look or not. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's just like a complicated feeling of what is private to that person and what am I doing that's either intruding on their privacy or my own personal privacy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that is, right. it's a complicated feeling of like, what am I thinking? Mm -hmm. I think your point is uh, totally right. Is it's complicated, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because maybe they want you to watch. Maybe they don't care. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just want to show affection here and now and be in the moment and be mindful and just feel up their partner without caring about other people watching. Um, you know, the critique of like, this is unacceptable, you know, this type of display of affection is only in private areas, like only at home. Um, I wonder who decided that long time ago, right? Should we kind of trace back? Mother's Day is around the corner, and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off i mean yeah <laughs> we should yeah, i yeah, wouldn't even right? know where to begin besides just like extremely mm -hmm. i don't know like i i wouldn't even know where to begin to trace it back it's hard to put the blame game on mm -hmm. but it just feels I very shamey and whoever started preaching shame around sex i feel like 
Yeah, I think so too. When I was when I started thinking about where does this come from? Why are we, um, why are we against affection? Mm-hmm. Right, regardless of where. Like, why are we against that type of affection? And if it does nothing to harm us physically or um, otherwise, why are we upset? Or why are some people upset when they see uh, other people engage in PDA? I think that's a good question to ask yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the same argument when people are fighting against like gay marriage too. It's like, but why? If it has nothing to do with you, it has mm-hmm. nothing that impedes on your life. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not saying those same same people are saying no PDA, but it feels like the same type of argument where it's it's your belief, your preferences, what makes you feel comfortable. And why are you caring that much mm-hmm. when you could take two steps to the left and like not see it or not be a part of that conversation? I saw an interesting social commentary who said people who engage in a lot of power PDA are actually really insecure people who behave that way um, just to like show the public and like gain almost like notoriety or, you know, acceptance or affirmation by having other people watch. And that like that behavior isn't true affection. It's just like for show. It's fake. That's so interesting to me because in my head, it's that's not the case at all. I know. Every insecure man I've been with has not liked PDA. <laughs> so that's really <laughs> curious to me. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's probably the truth. Uh, I've, I'm thinking back now, the people that were very uncomfortable showing love outside of our home have always been people who were very uncomfortable with themselves Mm -hmm. yeah well I think displaying affection knowing that you know it isn't necessarily socially accepted by everyone I think that is courageous and Mm. takes (laughs) a certain level of comfort with yourself and your partner and to me I think when somebody's pointing a finger and saying I think that's wrong or they're just so insecure that's why they're doing it I think that's more a reflection of the person saying it and their insecurity around that display of affection yeah than it is the people displaying affection like I would check in mm-hmm. about how you feel about being touched and touching <laughs> right. someone else touching and someone see else. if there's anything there mm-hmm. So like, are you okay? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I know that Cass and I have different levels, like we're just saying about around PDA and what we feel comfortable doing. Should there be a goal with where we should get to PDA? Or is this literally like you're saying, like a relationship, like preference or a personality preference? It is both. It's a preference, but also subjective. You know yourself best. So if the re- if refraining from PDA comes from the place of extreme shame and guilt, that's probably not the good type of refrain. Mm-hmm. But if the refraining is from, oh, it's just my preference to like go at it when I'm home because I'm comfortable with my body, the way I look or whatever it is, uh, that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if it's a pref- a true preference, I think that's okay. But I think it takes such like a deep level of thinking and know thyself in order to even get there to realize like, okay, oh shit, like I'm uncomfortable with PDA because like I'm, I think it's shameful because my parents taught me that way. Maybe my um, 
certain religion taught me that way or you know like it just it depends on where it comes from right like most things you know when when people are like they they say oh i don't really like my partner to go down on me mm-hmm. you go well is it just a preference like you i just don't come like from there or is it that you know um certain people book organization in the past have taught you that that's not the role of a woman that you should be giving not receiving Mm-hmm. I used right. to say so, that. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hold true for me. Yeah. <laughs> when I took a closer look, yeah. something changed. Are we all pillow princesses? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Honestly, back to PDA, another um, commentary that I've read is that it uh, it is a political stance. Have you seen that? No. I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a fuck patriarchy fuck tradition fuck like you know um, like it's a true sexual liberation where mm. you just don't give a fuck about what other people think and uh, uh this particular commentary was talking about how how refreshing is it that you can just show love to the person that you love wherever the fuck you want Mm-hmm. And how liberating does that feel when you can truly feel like you can do it and not like, oh, no, like just kiss me on the cheeks. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. I, I feel like it's pretty liberating. Now, I don't go, you know, tongue down my partner's throat uh, in front of his like grandma. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but that I think that is a generational thing. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like respecting the elderly. Um I know that they are uncomfortable due to their generation and how they grew up, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So do you point, feel like it's a political stance? Mm-hmm. What point do you stop caring then? So like if you're in public and you're like, I don't give a fuck if you're uncomfortable because this is like my relationship. And then you're like, but I care if people in my family or my friends are uncomfortable. So like, is there, where do you draw the line of who you care about? making potentially uncomfortable you guys are asking really good questions <laughs> you're prompting us so I feel yeah like... yeah I think that boundary is so subjective that there isn't like a textbook list of things that we can list out you know like number one grandparents yeah <laughs> keep them at the top no. of your list number two anyone with gray hair around you don't do it <laughs> I guess that would be a good rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's write that down. Okay. Number one, anyone with gray hair around you, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, number two, if it's illegal, don't do it. Mm-hmm. In some, we got to talk about this. This is why it's a political mm-hmm. stance. In some countries, yeah. it's uh, still illegal. It's very much heavily, very taboo, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty crazy to think about something so innocent and loving like affection can become something that can really hurt you well and i think that same thing goes it's not like even in this country it's not always safe for people to display affection if they're in mm-hmm. um like queer relationships or oh, yeah any sort of relationship where there could be somebody that doesn't accept you mm-hmm. i think that can be really dangerous mm-hmm. at that point you're right it can be it can be like dangerous mm-hmm um, I yeah, did not expect to get queer. this deep about PDA, <laughs> but I'm loving it. It is political. Yeah. <laughs> well, along the same lines, it's like, what? how far is too far 
mm-hmm. to go in public legally. Legally, I mean, I guess you stop <laughs> well, legally, legally, but you like can't start fucking. Yeah, but I can grope you. Yeah, if consensually, <laughs> you know, or like I can grab my ass. I could stick mm-hmm. my hand like up your shirt because you can't see anything. I'm sorry, right. I'm using you directly and staring into your yeah, eyes. Yeah, you're staring at me really but, intensely. Ew, what is this? But like. <laughs> I'm sorry. We need to flush this out right now. I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> yes. Like, how far do you go? Can you go? Is well, it up to you? You're, you're, <laughs> do I have to ask you first? Like, where do I, how do I go? You're asking a person that has very low bar. <laughs> okay. I would say, in my opinion, especially power PDA, anything goes unless it's illegal like obviously you can't show your you can't show your private parts Mm -hmm. like if you're showing your genitals that's illegal according to our law so i think that's not okay but i feel like if you were feeling it and if you were in a certain context where it's not like you're in the spotlight um anything goes Mm -hmm. but if you're in the spotlight for example if you're like walking in the middle of central park and you're right in the middle and there's like a hundred people around you and you know people kind of check out each other in public park like that um if putting your hand in there and giving the other person a hand job motion (laughs) might inflict a lot of you know um psychological disturbance on other people Mm -hmm. i i wonder then like is it more about being courteous versus power you know like can we be powerfully courteous? <laughs> powerfully. <laughs> like yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then, then I'm thinking like, I wouldn't be doing that because I'm trying to be courteous for people around me. Um, but at the same time, what we're seeing in media, the term is coined after, of course, like Courtney and Travis, but then there's also, you know, Megan and Machine Gun Kelly and right. other people who start doing more public display of affection. Um, they're not doing like sexual stuff. Yeah. Um, maybe they are giving a lap dance, a little humping, but they're not like literally giving a hand job. Uh, so I do think perhaps if it is mimicking um having sex and it is in a public place where you're surrounded by a lot of people i think perhaps that's a good boundary mm-hmm. yeah i feel yeah. like in my head when the genitals are like directly involved <laughs> that starts to feel like too much like indirectly that's probably gonna happen but directly is when i'm like that's probably a line for me <laughs> for me mm-hmm. I guess and it's with- also you can like find a little bush if you yeah <laughs> you know like, there's a lot of people having sex outdoors <laughs> yeah. yes find a little bush in the bush uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then you can be powerfully courteous yeah. exactly I love all these little loopholes we're finding yes I guess with uh, still going uh, with Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox that is an example that I've heard, I don't hold it personally, but where they like, oh, you guys are doing this part for attention. Like this mm-hmm. is like to sell someone on this like camp idea of your relationship. Um, so in that example specifically, I have heard like you're putting on a show. Um, mm-hmm. I have heard too, another social commentary is that this is toxic behavior and it's teaching misguiding young people. To what? <laughs> like, 
I don't know. You guys are young people. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, the only thing I can think of is misguiding them to premarital sex, which is a uh, belief that you hold yourself. You know, it's not something that everyone has to accept. And right. that's like something that you can't force on someone. So if that's your personal belief, fantastic. But you can't say like affection. I feel like healthy displays of affection. And I would consider that a healthy display of affection. I mean, I'm yeah. not in somebody's mind knowing whether or not they're trying to put on a show. Mm -hmm. But like, that's not really yeah. my business if that's what gets mm -hmm. them going anyways. Right. But that like, too. It's like, I don't yuck my yum. <laughs> I like, I don't have children, but if I ever do, I would hope that they see healthy displays of affection, both mm -hmm. like publicly and then at my house as well. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's a part of understanding that you deserve pleasure. You deserve connection with someone mm -hmm. and there's no shame in connecting with someone. And I think mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if we say that needs to be kept at home, like, that's so private, at least to me. And that's totally somebody's preference. That's great. When there's shame involved to me, it does feel like a, you need to hide that in the same way that I think we talk about masturbation a lot of the time of like, nope, don't talk about that. Like, that's your business. Keep mm -hmm. it quiet, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, Which it, it just, it contributes to this cycle of feeling shame mm -hmm. around your body, sex, relationships, which I feel like just doesn't perpetuate a healthy relationship with any of those things. Mm -hmm. I, Yeah. In the most extreme Girls. senses, not in the like, please don't grope me in public. <laughs> right. <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> or do with consent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All of that is extremely well said. I do think that there is so much shame still attached to sexuality in our country, in our culture, that it takes, it will take another, you know, 20, 30 years to like unpack and slowly normalizing different types of sexuality right like now there's a lot of sex on tv mm -hmm. comparing to tvs in the 90s or 80s right, right. Uh, but it still doesn't show different types of sex that are more marginalized like different kinks different fetishes right so there's still so much more to to go um one thing that i know about pda that perhaps theoretically why a lot of people are uncomfortable with it too is through the lens of um expectancy violations theory and i'm gonna get a little academic Please but <laughs> expectancy violations theory states that we all have expectations that ha we have learned through socialization from young age um and all of these expectations that we have we use them we enact them um by, you know, uh, let's say, oh, I expect that this person pays on a first date, or I expect that we don't have sex until the second date, or I expect that, you know, when we live together, we will split the rent, or you will pick up the rent, whatever it is, like, it's through socialization that we expect certain things. And I think through socialization, we expect people to not do power PDA. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and so now, how do we make affection more acceptable is just by talking about it mm -hmm. is that is why um, this is so valuable, you know, like having this kind of platform and talking about like, hey, PDA is cool. Mm -hmm. You know, let's uh, let's 
worry, let's care more about love and affection and healthy relationships and care less about what other people are doing and judging them. If you spend a lot of time evaluating other people's behaviors, you won't have time reflecting on your own. So I think through the lens of expectancy violations theory, we understand that um, people are angry at PDAs due to socialization. Mm-hmm. But now to change it is to socialize differently. And we are socializing differently right now by talking about this. Mm-hmm. So as long as more listeners go out and talk to their friends, that's going to change things in you know this generation and multiple generations to come. I love that. Yeah. And I feel like the conversation also helps change people's attitudes towards what we see. And I know that's exactly what we're talking about in terms of like, we feel like it's shameful to, Mm -hmm. you know, do PDA in public, but also like think about maybe the snap judgments that we have when we do see PDA or like aggressive power PDA Mm -hmm. in public Mm -hmm. and the snap judgments that we've all made we've Mm -hmm. been in a friend group and have made about the people who are engaging in that PDA and how we can change that thought, like that initial thought as well. Like that conversation, I don't know, that could just change lives. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm putting myself up here. (laughs) I can change your life. Not all heroes wear capes. Not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) Some watch people make out. (laughs) And change the thought and change their judgment. Do some shit, man. (laughs) I'm doing the Lord's work. <laughs> what can I say? One thing at a time. One thing right? at a time. Your plate is full. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do think that you made a good point. If if people listening are asking, well, what can I do to change that? Well, maybe change yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Next time you catch yourself making a judgment on other people for doing what they love to do without hurting you, maybe step back and go, huh, why did I think, like, ew, gross. How about you, you do you, boo? Yeah. Right. Like instead of like shifting that narrative in your head could be the first step that you do. And then, of course, socialization, like in a personal communication, talking, talking about these things can really help change things. Mm -hmm. If you want to start engaging in PDA and like changing your mindset by like, you know, you're ready to to, change and like physically be there and be present. Be the change. Be the change. You know, <laughs> but you're still a little. Be the change un- you want to see yeah, in the world. The change exactly. You see. How can you start pushing your own like boundaries comfortably um, without like really making yourself uncomfortable or your partner who isn't used to it maybe yet? Mm-hmm. Um, I do think there is power uh, to talking about things in advance, mm-hmm. uh, even though. A lot of people feel it's uncomfortable and awkward to even mention, for example, if you're having coffee at home, to even mention like, hey, I'd love for us to do more PDA. <laughs> it sounds like it would be a weird, awkward conversation, but let's normalize talking about all kinds of weird, awkward things. Mm-hmm. Um, and even to say that is to start a conversation about how can we be more liberated in our affection, love, uh, sexuality, And I think by talking about, hey, like, you know, I'd love for us to do more PDA if you wouldn't mind, uh, can really, like, turn the wheel on exploring more PDA and pushing your own boundaries a little bit. 
And of course, you you don't have to do a full make out in front of everybody. You can buy, you can perhaps just start by kissing on the lips and maybe kissing five seconds on the lips. See where that goes. Um, research shows that kissing five seconds allow uh, oxytocin to release, and that improves your overall mood and make you give you a better day. A kiss a day keeps the sadness away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, physiologically speaking, cuddling, holding hands, dancing together, deep eye contact, and kissing five seconds, all of these things help um, release and enhance oxytocin, which is really an amazing hormone in our body, really just positive things. So I highly recommend PDA, maybe a little PDA, a mini power PDA. <laughs> mini power PDA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then a really powerful PDA, but powerfully courteous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Coining so many terms right now. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Cass and I like we're people that I feel like once we know we want to try something, we kind of just try it. And at least for me, I have to remember, oh, it's good to talk about things first. <laughs> like that's even when it comes down to PDA, even if it's like, I would just want mm -hmm. you to kiss me more in public, you know, jumping right into that without talking to someone first. I mean, it makes sense why you'd be like, it might not work the first time, or you might mm -hmm. feel rejected if your partner doesn't engage the way that you wanted them to. So, yeah, talk about things. Well, and like everything else that we talk about, the first time you do it might not feel smooth, might mm -hmm. not feel totally comfortable. It may be a little bumpy. Yeah. Um, but I also, from personal experience, feel like just being willing to push myself a little bit and actually engage in the thing I'm nervous about helps me feel more comfortable in it um, and gain that confidence to try it again. And then I'm a little bit more comfortable that next time and that next mm -hmm. time and the next time. So, right. Yeah. You make a really good point and it's fun, right? Mm -hmm. To always go back to, is it fun? I, I, I always tell my clients, you know, whenever you're trying to push yourself to do something or you are thinking about whether or not doing this with a partner is wrong or is it, um, something unacceptable by other people. I always ask, is it fun? Mm -hmm. That's a good first like question to ask. Is it fun? Uh, if it's, you know, if it gives you crippling anxiety and <laughs> there is no fun in it, don't, don't, don't go there. You know, no need to go there. <laughs> However, if you do push a little and you try and you do a little five second kiss, like in the middle of the cafeteria um, and you feel like that was fun. Hell yeah. You know, <laughs> let's let's keep pushing. Mm -hmm. oh, that's so cute. Are you going to try <laughs> a five-second like kiss? Yeah. I'll try yeah. a 10-second yeah. kiss. <laughs> then you bump it up a notch, right? Mm -hmm. 10 minutes. And then soon enough, it's a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> you go from five-second, five, ten-second hand job. Yeah. In the bush. <laughs> In the bush. <laughs> because I am a power powerfully courageous nope. courteous powerfully courteous <laughs> yeah. yes 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 so, you're learning exactly <laughs> what if you and your partner so i'm thinking about myself where the people <laughs> big old thumb pointed right at me um where i've been with people who just will never get comfortable with pda whether it's like they pick up my hand for a few seconds mm -hmm. and then they drop it or you know they don't kiss they don't really like a hard boundary 
Yeah, like a hard boundary. That's just something that they're not comfortable with. Um, how do you how do you cope with feeling not rejected and, you know, like seen by your partner out in public if you guys are just so different? Mm, love that question. And I actually asked this before a long, long time ago um, with actually my therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what she told me, which I still use nowadays to most people is, um, it's not about you. Most things that people do um, in reaction to your behavior, unless you're being a really shitty person, um, (laughs) most of the times it's not about you. You know, it's about them and their journey and their own path and their own healing. So I think reminding yourself a lot of times when you get rejected um, with your PDA advances is that it's not about me. It's not about me. You know, they're in a journey and a healing process. It's not about me. So I think reminding yourself that it's not about you um, is great. Another way I think is to, to help them heal is to try different modalities at home, Uh, different touch exercises, sensate focus, uh, different sexuality exercises that have been kind of proven to help people feel more comfortable with their body touch, different types of touches and their sexuality. So I believe when you feel more comfortable there, it will then translate to, um, a little bit more, you know, fun and freeing to do PDA. So then what type of exercises could you do at home? Is that doing the like five to 10 second kiss or, you know, looking deep into each other's Mm. eyes and ignoring (laughs) people? Like what, what can you do? Yeah, there's so many ways. Um, Let's start with the Eastern uh, modality. So in Tantra, uh, which is an Eastern modality of, you know, living with passion and intimacy and, particularly in the West, we talk a lot about tantric sex practices. Uh, One of the things that couples can try is uh, the practice called yep yumming. Have you ever heard of that? No. No. (laughs) Yeah, it's super fun. So you get naked or not. If you're a beginner, you don't have to. uh, But you know, practitioners recommend getting naked because you're the most vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And that will really get your like the psychological workings going. Uh, so if you can get naked and then uh, there's a base person that's sitting like crisscross, crisscross applesauce and then the other person sits on them with their legs around the waist. Even before you said that, I knew that that's where you're going position-wise. That was weird. Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, maybe it's in your nature in to try mind. the yam-yum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that position is very vulnerable, very connected, very close. Um, with that, you can, you know, place your foreheads against each other and then start breathing at the same same rhythm. This particular practice allows the other person to feel more comfortable uh, relationally, sexually, emotionally, um, spiritually with the other person. And I think when you're more comfortable in all of those aspects, the PDA come when you feel more free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the first practice. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be trying so it? Beautiful. Both our hands are up. Yeah. <laughs> Just silence on the other end, but both of our hands are up. <laughs> I love that. And I feel like practicing at home is such like a great reminder 
to people who are curious but scared, you know, where it's mm -hmm. like you can also practice PDA in the privacy of your own home mm -hmm. before taking things out to the streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And these unique exercises, I feel, can help people uh, engage in, mm, like, connectedness in a different way than just like kissing making out mm -hmm. oral then sex right like it's so different that it allows you to break out of your shell a little bit and explore like what else is there so maybe one day you'll yab yum and then you'll try that for a couple of weeks and then another day you'll be having sex in a bush <laughs> <laughs> It's never really that easy. That's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to walk before you can run. I can't. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so funny. As someone who is curious, but a little nervous, um, would it help to start practicing maybe around people that you're more comfortable with? So I'm thinking of like, <laughs> I can just continue you with smile me. off your You're face in, like making out in the corner that's what I meant I that's know. what I meant but that's cute so like She's if I'm with that. my friends you know if my partner and I are like you know practice then and there yeah. and then I'll take it to Central Park and a bush and you know <laughs> you know how it goes yeah uh, I 100% think that's valid because part of being afraid of uh, PDA is afraid of judgment. Mm -hmm. So if you're surrounded by people who love you and support you, that fear should be very low or none. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, practice the PDA around your friends and the people that love you and support you first would be great. And then yeah, Central Park and then the bush. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the natural progression of things. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I fully support you and Jurg, and uh, I'll just smush your heads together next Thank time. Thank you. See you. Yeah. Please help yeah. physically. We'll, just, we'll all have like a kissing break. Yeah. <laughs> Not to each other, but we'll just set you know, alarms in our phones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a non traditional practice that I do in my uh, sex coaching practice is um, are you ready to hear this? Mm hmm. It is not to watch them have sex, but <laughs> but I do um, ask them to make out. Uh, I do have them light up them. I say like, you know, some of these couples that do want to work on this particular topic. I do have them like light candles and set up the mood and then I meet them on Zoom and then I just go, yeah, like ignore me. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to see how you would behave when someone else is watching. That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This oh. is why this is okay. Like some people ask me, why am I not a licensed therapist? When you are a licensed therapist, can't do that, you can't do shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> say, there's gotta be some rules for that one. <laughs> yeah. Lots of rules. So many rules. So I don't want to get my license revoked. I'm like, I don't need it from the first place. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that's the good it, shit I have, too. Yeah. I have seen, uh, so okay, I'm thinking of this one particular couple. I have seen them evolve from like being really awkward and uncomfortable with each other to like passionately making out and at some point forgot me and just turn like shut down their laptop. Stop it. I'm so, so happy I, for them and wherever yeah, they are today. Yeah. I emailed them afterward like, okay, I'm not charging for this session. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so happy for you. I'm just so happy. Yeah. That would actually be like yeah. Char charging to watch you. Yeah, or I can charge more. Yeah, you give notes. True. Yeah, so that was so a that was a happy moment. One of the happy moments. 
Uh, that is so sweet and such a unique way to work on that in a supported environment that I mm -hmm. never would have thought of. Um, but when you're working with someone that you trust and being like, watch me. <laughs> yeah. That is so And you know sweet. that that person like does not judge and mm -hmm. supports you 100% and is actually pushing you. I think it it's really helpful. Mm -hmm. But that's why it goes back to your point, like around your friends, right? right. Yeah, definitely. Well, I support you. Yeah, I'll Zoom you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. If I get a call at like 11. Yes. I don't want to watch you right now. <laughs> Feel free to FaceTime me. Yeah. <laughs> Set it up in front of Malone, my dog. <laughs> I'm actually creepier. Like, oh, when, like yeah, my dog's yeah. in the room and I'm just like, you need to leave. This that, is worse. Yeah, oh. I agree. I don't like it when my dogs are in the room yeah. or watching or intimate watching. moments. Because it seems like they're too interested. I think that's what makes me uncomfortable. Just like mm -hmm. if anybody else was too interested in watching me, that would make me uncomfortable as well. Wow. In public, in a bush, in the park, yeah. my friends, too whatever. Uh -huh. Well, also like... <laughs> Also, like dogs and like pets and sexuality, they're like exist in different realm. Mm -hmm. So when you combine them, it's pretty uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Although my... one could argue that you could practice PDA surrounded by your dogs. That's true. You could argue <laughs> that. <laughs> you sure could. <laughs> Well, the worst part for me is that my dog wants attention when I'm not giving it to him. So he'll either bark or start like licking or pawing at me. And like that is not cool when I'm doing other mm -hmm. stuff. <laughs> so. Oh, I remember like with one of my exes, like he has a couple of dogs and um, I was, you know, giving him uh, I, we were in bed. And I was giving him oral and his dog licked my asshole. <gasps> Oh, oh no. God. <laughs> I love that you're just laughing. I know what it is. I mean, I'm like, ooh, ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my God, that's not where I thought you were going. That's hilarious and terrible. Oh, oh my, God. my God. That is. I actually just bust out laughing. I'm, I'm like, okay, I can't do this right now. <laughs> Your dog's got to go, they got to be outside. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, that is so fucking funny. That happened once. <laughs> and once. <laughs> once. And never again. Not again. I hope not. <laughs> not in that fashion. <laughs> it was very oh unexpected. My god. I'm trying to see if I have anything else. Do you have any last burning questions for PDA? Power so. PDA? This has taken such a different turn than I initially thought because I'm like how do I get my partners to fucking French me in public it was my main approach Ooh. but I love where we went with this because it really does target the core of what makes us uncomfortable mm -hmm. what is causing those judgments or the shame or what's holding us back and so I feel like that's so important to answer those questions before we can move into physically mm -hmm. engaging in public so. 100% I feel like that was a really awesome conversation yeah us too. Me too. So where can our listeners continue connecting with you after this episode? Yes. My website is lovebites.co. That's L-U-V-B-I-T-E-S dot C-O. All of my information's on there. All the fun, juicy stuff. I just had a Burpee. little... <laughs> A little toad in my throat. Had to get it out. Cribbit. <laughs>
I wish that's how burps sound. For that? I wish. I'm going to train my body. <laughs> it's like, you know how some people get like their tongues split in two or like get mm-hmm. horns implanted. Um, yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> These are all tying in perfectly with what your, your example. I'm going to get my, my, hiccup, <laughs> my burp changed. And my hiccup, for that matter. I want my hiccup to sound like an oink. Who? Where are you right now? Thank you so much to Dr. Tara for being on the podcast today. (laughs) Finish it off. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in, holding on, and keeping going with us. So hold on and keep going to our um, Apple Podcasts, <laughs> where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And then also you can rate us on Spotify. Yeah, you can. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, if you want to leave a little comment to let us know that you are reviewing us because you loved this episode so mm-hmm. much. Um, I don't know, like the kissies. Yeah, I was just going to say anything kissing. Mm-hmm. Hands holding. Hands holding. And uh, share this with people that you want to do some PDA or with. Or a bush. <laughs> Or a bush. <laughs> yeah. A yes, bush would be that's funny. really funny. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Spread this around just like you would spread your love around in public. Um, spread your legs. Spread this episode. Correct. Uh, because it's important. Not only mm-hmm. did we talk about just like loving and expressing yourself in public, but it's also we touched on a lot of like big questions that you should ask yourself and, you know, your friend group when you're out in public and you're seeing people. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was totally... Someone that was like when we were talking about judging people, like mm-hmm. I've, I've been there and I have done that. Yeah, you've done that. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that once or twice. Done that once or twice. All right, well, all right. On that note, it's been real. <laughs> it sure has been. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.